You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. So, you've decided to get into cryptocurrency. You have your wallet, you've bought or earned your first crypto. Now what? What do you do with it? Well, savings are a great use for cryptocurrency, especially when we're seeing higher than normal inflation and there's uncertainty about the future of many government currencies, including the US dollar. Putting some savings into a currency like Bitcoin that can't be debased isn't a bad idea. Diversification is a smart play, and if you're not in this asset class, you're missing diversification. Many are stacking sats or building their crypto savings in preparation for potential future economic upheaval. But there are some who argue that this day of upheaval is already here. We have a financial system where you have to ask permission to use your own money, where payments can be blocked, where every time you swipe your card, your purchases are tracked, monitored and stored in a database along with all the other information collected about you. And any savings that you do leave in fiat in your bank account are losing value fast. So for this reason, there are more and more people who are choosing not to have any money in fiat at all. They convert all their savings to crypto and either convert every paycheck directly into crypto or find ways to earn crypto itself and then live entirely off that crypto. I did not want to be involved with the banking system system any longer and I haven't really regretted it at all. Joelle Valenzuela has been living entirely off crypto for years. For Valenzuela, crypto is a means of exchange, not just an asset to bravely dive into. He works for Dash, gets paid in Dash, and spends it on everything from rent to gasoline. Joelle Valenzuela literally lives off it. How hard is it to use only cryptocurrency in your day-to-day life? I follow Joelle around to see what an average Saturday looks like for him, and he walked me through a bunch of tools that he uses to make his life easier. Every Saturday, I come in here, do some jujitsu. And so obviously I pay for that in crypto. And boom, ka-ching, done. Joelle didn't go searching for a jujitsu place that already accepted crypto. Bell was the one to convince them to take crypto. He explained the whole thing to me. Uh, helped me set it up and it was really easy. Many would-be crypto users throw their hands up in the air and say, well, none of my local businesses accept it. But you'd be surprised how many of them are willing to if you just ask. I was excited to try something new. What's the benefit of accepting cryptocurrency? Just allowing people to use whatever form of payment that they want. So like if somebody like Joel comes in who doesn't use cash, then now he's welcome here as well. So Mm -hmm. where if we didn't accept that, then maybe he would have to find someplace different to go train. Have you had many other people mention that they're into crypto, they want to start using it here? Yeah, I have a few students right now that do it. Indeed, using crypto in your everyday life is becoming increasingly popular. In the town where Joelle lives, there are now a heap of businesses that accept crypto. This is something consumers want and businesses don't want to miss out. Perfect. Some people come in and they don't have their credit cards or they like forgot whatever, but they have crypto. And it's like really simple, like they can just scan the QR code and it's just like the bigger customer base uh, and more sales and it's just better. It's definitely like beneficial because more people will come in and have more options on how they pay. And then usually go off into town to get coffee and a croissant, which I also pay with crypto. And the payment process is extremely fast, it's a lot faster than most people here paying credit cards. It works a lot like, let's say, Apple Pay. You know, he, he puts his phone up uh, to a little scanner and, and voila, he's able to make a purchase. It really is a functioning payment method. A little coffee, 
and my usually chocolate croissant Maison Navarre right here does have drinks and so sometimes I stop in the evening for some drinks. Do you find that you change the places you frequent according to who accepts crypto and who doesn't? Definitely. I almost always gravitate right to a place that takes crypto. These days there are many to choose from. The best brewery in the state, Abel Ebenezer Brewery, they're big crypto fans and I, I love going and hanging out there. Last night I just pre-bought a, a pig, a half a pig from a local farmer and spent it, paid him in dash. A lot of the time, being able to live off crypto is as easy as just asking your local businesses to accept it. But sometimes there are things you can't pay for directly with crypto. For example, what if you wanted to buy something from a major supermarket chain? There's a few different services that let you buy your groceries with crypto. We'll look at a few. BitRefill sells gift cards, prepaid mobile refills, and Lightning Network services for a huge number of places and accepts several different cryptocurrencies like Dash, Litecoin, Ether, and Bitcoin. For the last several years, I've been paying my phone bill with BitRefill. I just enter my phone number in, put some money on there, and there we go. My phone bill's paid. So it says this purchase will earn you 50 cents in reward. If you have an account, you get rewards from it, which are paid in Bitcoin and Satoshis. You either withdraw them or use them as credit to do other kinds of things. Rewards and discounts are common when you pay with crypto. Purse.io is another website that allows you to purchase from major chains using crypto and gives you huge discounts for doing so. Purse is a site that lets you shop on Amazon with crypto, specifically Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. And essentially what happens is people buy your thing for you, and then you pay crypto f to them. This is what Joel uses to pay for gas. There is a gas station brand called Irving, and they sell physical gift cards that you can go swipe at the pump and, you know, pay just like it was a card. You can save between 5 and 33% depending on how long you want to wait. I guess it takes longer for orders to get filled if you have a higher discount. Yeah, if you have a higher discount, there will be fewer people who are willing to kind of do the trade at that level. Whereas if it's lower, then people will do it like right away. And so basically, if you're willing to hold out for a better deal, if you're willing to wait a little bit longer, you can get a bigger discount. Proceed to payment. Boing. Another service that offers discounts at major brands is Dash Direct. Dash Direct is a new app that just launched that enables you to essentially spend your Dash at 155,000 plus merchants around the US, which hopefully soon expand to other countries. You can save a lot of money too. There's discounts on everything, sometimes as high as like 15% or more. So you're paying crypto, specifically in only Dash in this case, it shows places physically close to you. If you hit a map button, then it shows you on the map where these places you can buy stuff are in person. You select the merchant on the list, hit buy, buy it with Dash, and then you flip it over and you show the barcode and then they scan it and it's good. It's like very seamless and simple. I believe the way this works is you're actually buying a gift code to these merchants, but in the exact amount and in real time and it presents itself right away. So you don't even see that you're buying credit rather than you're just paying for the good directly. There's some other apps that do something sort of similar. There's one called Flexa. Flexa is a new digital payments network. CEO Tyler Spaulding explained to me that it allows any app to spend any any asset at merchants all over the world. Meaning you can pay in any currency that you want, including a large choice of cryptocurrencies, and the merchant receives any currency that they want. Would this allow me to make a payment using Zcash to a Z address? 
Totally. It gets really powerful. Flexa is what's used on the back end of certain payment features in wallets like Spedden Wallet or Gemini Wallet. In the Gemini Wallet, for example, you select the merchant you want to transact with, you select the currency you want to use, and it's as simple as that. How it all worked was explained to recent high school graduates through the Crypto Community Project, which aimed to teach people how easy it is to live on crypto. We had a whole bunch of high school students in the Bronx. They got like Zcash given to them. They spent their Zcash on makeup, movie tickets. They went to even like Baskin Robbins and bought ice cream and stuff. For some people, using crypto is far easier than using a credit card. You don't need to be 18. You don't need a credit check. You don't need a bank account. These payment apps are really helpful for anyone who wants to use crypto for all of their everyday purchases. But what about things like utilities? At the end of the day, you've got to go and pay your electricity bill. And they're not going to take Dash, or maybe they will or they won't, but you don't know. How do you do that? The actual bill pay thing in the U.S., is the, it's the hardest part of this whole thing. That's been more of a moving target of a question depending on when in my lifespan you've asked this. There have been services in the past that allowed you to pay bills, but regulation in the United States around this makes it difficult. I believe in Canada, you can even pay your bills with crypto with even no KYC. And so without giving your ID. So. The U.S. is where that's the most difficult, but hopefully that changes. So in the U.S., until the crypto ecosystem continues to mature and it becomes more widely adopted, you may have to rely on connections with those still using the traditional financial system if you want to live on crypto completely. I've had other arrangements with with peer-to-peer things. And let's be honest, those peer-to-peer relationships are what crypto is all about anyway. What about rent? There's a lot of places around here that take crypto for rent. I have paid my rent in crypto many times in the past. You can bet whenever we end up moving, I'm gonna be hustling to get the next person and see if they can take it. Using crypto for everyday purchases is getting easier and more common. I've noticed that it's getting bigger. Yeah, I have noticed that there's more and more popping up here and there. I'm estimating it's a little more than 5 billion last year uh, in crypto that's spent on commerce. Crypto payments is a very, very real thing that will get very big very quickly. But one thing that we haven't talked about, which raises a question mark for many, is what about the volatility? What if you spend $5 of crypto on a coffee today and tomorrow that crypto would have been worth $100? Why do you spend your crypto if you think the value of it's going to go up? Well, what else am I going to spend? Everyone who doesn't spend crypto because they are worried that the value will go up over time or they hope it does, everyone who has that attitude has some fiat that's not converted into crypto because they spend that on their bills and stuff. Why are you holding on to more fiat than you need to? Why spend crypto? Because it's my money. It's the money that I earn, it's the money I hold, and it's the money I spend. How do you feel when you look at your bank balance and all your money is in crypto and the price might tank that day? It's obviously like a long game when things are high and then you make larger purchases or book your vacations or anything else. And then when things are low, you're a little bit more You live lean. A lot of people think you're crazy that you just live (laughs) your whole life on crypto. To a certain extent, I am a little crazy, but at the same time, isn't it crazy to live your entire life at the mercy of someone else? You're trusting this government to not inflate away your life savings as they do, to not arbitrarily decide to block your payments or whatever. I feel like that is a risk that more people are starting to realize. A lot of people are living a very risky life living with this constant ability to be censored or have their life savings kind of diluted away. And so, yeah, I mean, sure, I'm a little crazy, but I think everyone else is a little bit more crazy in the opposite direction. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute, or library.io. I'm a Bitcoin staring, I'm staring the status quo. Got that crypto going.